If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Medicine in America, hosted by Anthony Manson and Todd Harrington, shares the stories of physicians, other healthcare professionals, and industry leaders who are changing the way we deliver care. There's an episode that you should check out called Primary Care Reimagined with Subscription-Based Preventative Care Model. It's an inspiring call for a paradigm shift in primary care. All of their episodes highlight innovative ideas at the forefront of the movement to transform our healthcare system. Check out Medicine in America on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Dr. Tara, and this is Hopeful Hints, a podcast where you'll receive quick, hopeful hints on all things women's health and infertility. Here, you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace and empowerment as you walk through the next steps in your healthcare journey. Welcome to Football Hands. I'm your host, Dr. Tara, and today we're going to be talking about navigating the silent struggle of grief and infertility. As you learned from this month's guest, Lisa, the grief really changes. It doesn't look the same on each individual. And in fact, it changes on how it may look with you too, as you move through each loss or as you move through each round of treatment. So I really want you to listen to today's episode with a clear mind. Don't judge yourself or your partner or your spouse on how you may be moving through grief or how you've moved through grief in the past. And really, this goes for any loss. Grief is always with you. And it's something that shouldn't be judged or critiqued or hurried through. It There's no speed for it. There's no timing for it. So really just let grief present. And let's start with today's episode. We know that conceiving a child and moving through infertility is such a different journey for so many. Our path to parenthood is met with unexpected hurdles. We have the whole side of complex emotional journey that just comes with going for infertility, the treatments, the medications, the traveling, the expenses, the no insurance coverage, and the list goes on and on. And we have a hard time sometimes sharing this. And part of moving through grief, I think, is connecting with others who maybe have been there or really just support you. So I want to keep that in mind, too, as you're listening to this episode Um, I don't want you to go through this grief alone. I want you to find a support group, a friend, a person who has been there for you in the past, who can be there for you again. They don't judge you or say ridiculous comments. But we're also going to look at some statistics that go along with this. And the anxiety and depression piece of infertility needs to be discussed more, too. Infertility is a very silent struggle. Um, It's hidden behind closed doors. And then we have all these societal expectations of when you have a baby or if you perhaps have one or two children, you're being met with, well, you should just be happy with the one or two that you have and all of these other comments that kind of come along with that. So I want to begin by just saying that if, if maybe sharing this episode too with somebody who's maybe said those comments can be helpful too, just to say, hey, here's what I'm going through. This is what it looks like. Please listen to this episode because the emotional toll of unsuccessful attempts to conceive leads to depression, anxiety, and a very unique form of grief. Couples mourn not only the loss of this child that they've longed for for so long, 
but also this life that they've envisioned. And especially if there's loss of miscarriage or failed embryo transfer or failed treatments, it just piles on and on one another. And grief in the context of infertility is multifaceted. It involves a mixture of like sadness, frustration, anger, guilt. Your body's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. And it's just very, very hard on the couple. And so the this doesn't even dive into the effect that the impact that infertility has on marriage. I do have some amazing episodes on previous with um, licensed counselors on that topic that I really think you should listen to. But let's look at the impact on men and women. So infertility affects men and women very differently. You have to reflect on your individual experience and coping mechanisms and understand that these are very unique to each other as an individual, but as well as a gender. So for example, women often bear the physical burden of infertility treatments. Most of the treatments are relying on the woman. Even if it's male factor, there's something that that woman is going to have to do as well more times often than not. And then there's the side effects of those medications that come along with it and really have the impact they have on hormones and what that does to our overall day-to-day life. The monthly cycle of hope and disappointment takes a huge toll on emotional well-being. Every time you see that negative test, the grief process starts. That is a loss of a hope, a wish, a dream. The pressure to conceive really constrain a relationship and create feelings of inadequacy. Women may experience um, guilt as well because there's this whole societal, that's what our body's made to do. Our bodies are made to carry a baby. And so just that alone, when it is not happening every month when we want it to, is very hard. When it comes to men, they may have grappling with their feelings a little bit differently, but helplessness, they're fixers. They want to help us. And as they witness their partner go through physical and emotional changes, that's hard for them. And then they also have the inability to provide a solution often. And this becomes a problem and leads to frustration and a sense of inadequacy for them too. The pressure to be a provider and a protector can really be heightened during infertility. And this then goes to further affect emotional well-being and relationship strains. The emotional impact of infertility is really profound, and I cannot express it enough. Again, it comes with anxiety and depression, and that's for men and women. So there are studies that actually demonstrate having an increase in anxiety and depression in men as well. And we know that anxiety really looks different on everybody. It's really easy to hide it, but internally it is a struggle, an all-day struggle. And so when we have that anxiety topped on placed on top of medications and treatments, it truly is an overall impact on the body. Let's not forget about the uncertainty of the future. It's really hard to plan. Let's talk about the financial strains, the lack of insurance coverage, having to do loans and take out mortgages and sell cars and tractors just to be able to afford this, even though you have insurance coverage for your day-to-day medical diseases, this being the only disease not covered by insurance. And then there's always that fear that I seemed for me to always be there, but realizing that my dreams can contribute, my dreams of what if, what is this going to happen? Is it ever going to happen? Further heightening my anxiety. The rates of clinical depression are also significantly higher among couples dealing with infertility. The constant cycle of hope, disappointment, hope, disappointment, hope, disappointment. And then you have, again, the stigmas coming at you. 
You don't want to talk about it at work. You have family members that are saying ridiculous things. You have friends that are saying ridiculous things. You're being invited to baby showers and on and on and on. This all stacks on top of each other. The strain of relationships and ongoing conflict and maybe one wants to do this and the other doesn't want to do this for treatment. And the changing of past directions and financial strains really is compounding the emotional toll of the entire infertility journey. So one, I want to talk about some coping strategies and support today for couples and individuals. One of them is open communication. I really want to talk about creating a safe space for open and honest. I'm going to say it again. Open and honest communication within the relationship can really help both partners share their emotions and concerns and what they're feeling. And I cannot tell you how important it is to protect that. If you are worried about speaking up or sharing, I really want to encourage you to seek out a counselor immediately. We've got to break down the stigma of seeking professional help because seeking professional therapy or counselor is so important to offsetting things from getting worse. And you can go as an individual and then as a couple but they really have valuable tools for navigating this emotional journey of infertility. They can help with that fear of speaking out your thoughts and feelings, and they can really just help navigate a very nice, neutral conversation. I love support groups. There's so many different versions of this nowadays, whether it's through your local nonprofit, your local community, or virtual online. There's so many different options available for that. There's support groups on Facebook. There's friends on Instagram. And just so many ways for you to connect with others. Um, I find that joining support groups can be really, really helpful for being able to share some of those things that might be challenging within the relationship. But you're really also finding a place and a community for those going through similar experiences and emotions. And having that can just really be beneficial as an added tool. Infertility is truly a journey of unspoken grief that affect both men and women. And these, this emotional toll of failed attempts and unfulfilled dreams can lead to anxiety and depression. And I want you to always be aware of that. Seek an appointment with your, with your healthcare provider. It's something that I address with every visit with my patients. We are always addressing mental health, no matter what you're coming into my practice for. We're doing what I call a pulse check on your mental health. Because underscoring the importance of recognizing and addressing this aspect of infertility is really, really a hardship. So by acknowledging the emotional challenges and seeking appropriate support and individual as an individual and a couple can really help navigate this journey and make it a little bit easier and free up some of that burden. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm going to provide some resources in the show notes today. I want you to know my inbox is open. Please know it's a safe space for you to provide, to find help and support when going through infertility. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over and hit subscribe or leave a review for Hopeful Hints and Infertility Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you back here next week, Tuesday. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Medicine in America, hosted by Anthony Manson and Todd Harrington, shares the stories of physicians, other healthcare professionals, and industry leaders who are changing the way we deliver care. There's an episode that you should check out called Primary Care Reimagined with Subscription-Based Preventative Care Model. It's an inspiring call for a paradigm shift in primary care. 
all of their episodes highlight innovative ideas at the forefront of the movement to transform our healthcare system. Check out Medicine in America on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.